from Bureaucracy's Basement to your ears, this is the weekly meeting of the Queen City Improvement Bureau. Tonight we have tender moments, the very last Regina City Hall WTF, uh, guest Colin Lee Wilson, and so, so much more. This meeting is now in session. Hey. Hey. How are you doing? Ah, uh, you know, you know me. Always good. Always, always good. Excellent. I never, never a down moment over here. Right on. Uh, shall we take attendance? We should do that, yeah. Okay, first up, uh, and I guess uh, his first appearance at the meeting, uh, Fila Dunce. Oh. Fila Dunce. I hope you just didn't write down what you were doing at lunch again. You know, I might have. It actually, it looks like I mixed up some letters here. Oh, what is it? Paul Paul Deschen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's me. Oh, all I right. Know. Okay, good, good. You're here. Yeah, I am. I mean, you looked really... You always actually look really familiar. Some, I have trouble with names, though. Yeah, it's you okay. Probably, you probably wouldn't guess. Uh, yeah, no, I, I wouldn't. I don't uh, really pay that much attention, so don't worry about it. Oh, good. Uh, and next we have, and this is interesting, this isn't even a person as far as I can tell, a random gain. Um, a random gain. A random gain? Yes. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't see anybody uh, who even looks like that. I don't, I don't see any gains. There's just like a, an abstraction in the room. Yeah, I don't... You know what? You know, I think I've done it again. Sorry, if I reverse oh. these letters a bit, I get Aiden Morgan... Oh, that's you. Oh, yes. I was worried that I might not be at this meeting. Well, you are. Okay. Yeah. So so what do we have first? Uh, Aiden? Yes? Do you know what a tender is? No. Well, a tender is when the city needs some, like, services or needs to buy a product. They put out a tender notice and then, like, suppliers and... Uh, uh, can like contact them with bids and offers, and uh, the city chooses which of the tenders that they're going to accept. And there's a really cool tender this week that uh, I thought we should feature in the meeting. Is it a chicken tender? No, it isn't. <sighs> How about I just play it for us now? Okay. Fire Hall needs its roof replaced. For if it caves in on our heads, our town will be disgraced. Yeah, old number one, Fire Hall needs its roof restored. Drop tenders at the purchasing branch or with the ambassadors. The dormer trims beyond repair, the window sills are screwed. The storm windows, the less you know, the better it's for you. The gables need some TLC, their shingles came unstuck. The flat roof parts are so built up they are completely full. Old number one, Fire Hall needs its roof replaced. For if it caves in on our heads, our town will be disgraced. Yeah, old number one, Fire Hall needs its roof refined. Drop tenders off at 2 p.m., that's central standard time. The carpet's on, floors two and three, a fucking travesty. The north roof lacks a ladder up, as you can fucking see. The clock's so fucked, I don't know why you even fucking try. It looks like it was installed by some fucking guy. Old number one, Fire Hall needs its roof redone. For if it falls down on our heads, I'm suing everyone. Don't think I'm even kidding, dude. I'll lawyer up so fast. My cousin, he just passed the bar. He'll nail your fucking ass. 
March 24, how to drop them off is known. I say it nearly every course, leave me the fuck alone. This has been a Queen City tender moment tune. If you found it too foul mouth, go to the moon. Yeah, old number one, Fire Hall needs its roof replaced. For if it caves in on our heads, this town will be more of a disgrace. Old number one, Fire Hall, it needs its roof restored. So this There you go. The old number one fire hall needs its roof replaced. Apparently. <laughs> well, somebody's fired. <laughs> but let's move on. Yes, let's. I, I believe I believe actually we have an improvement vector candidate uh, with us at the meeting. We do indeed. And uh, his name, according to my notes, is Colin, last name bus driver. Yes, Colin the bus driver. Colin, Colin Lee Wilson. That's oh, me. Hey, glad to have you on. Thank you. It's good to be here. Cool. So, as you know, you are in a candidate for you know improvement vector status. So we'll start off with our true/false quiz. Okay. Oh, okay. Before oh, we move to the quiz, yes. we should, like he's he's also like QC Bus Dude on Twitter. Oh yes. So people know who he is. QC, yeah. Follow QC Bus Dude on Twitter. And he is an actual bus dude. For all the latest updates in Colin the Bus Dude's life. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right, but yes, you, I'm sorry, I interrupted. You have a quiz. All right, I wish I wish I had like a little beeper, Ooh. so I could swear a lot too. But you were so fast on the button during the uh, tender moment. I, I, really I know, but I was. Yeah, I'm a little exhausted now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so question number one. Unbeknownst to you, Colin, the first true/false question has already been asked, and by your failure to answer, you have earned a a strike against you. And B, the nickname No Answer Craig, named after a guy named Craig who didn't answer a question one time. Oh, geez. Um, I think I'm going to have to go with uh, probably No Answer Craig. So, true or false? Oh, right. Uh, I failed already. It's uh, <laughs> false. Correct, because it would be unethical to actually trick you into uh, not answering a question. If you... yep, pretty good. Question two. All buses in Regina must have four wheels and a horn that goes honk or something similar. That's false. Is it? Explain. They have six wheels. Very good. So are they like insect buses? Buses have four wheels. Whenever, Actually, whenever my son draws them, they only have two. <laughs> yes. Well, you can't really see some of the... the Back ones, the dualies. Right. Oh. You're kind of like those big, yeah. Okay. Like those big one-ton trucks, but uh, ours are better. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that uh, that four-wheel question. That was a test, and you passed. Like literally, it was a test. So very good. Question three: In order to qualify as a bus driver, all applicants must submit to a blood test. That's false. Actually, it's true, but you're not aware of it. Okay. When you when you leave the room for the interview and they clap you on the shoulder to say good work, that's when they draw the blood. Ah, okay. Thanks for the warning. Oh no, hey, no problem. Uh, okay, that blood test. This is the next question. Is said to be administered in order to test the applicant's system for drugs, but in fact the city is testing for the presence of midi chlorians. 
Okay. That's uh, true? That is true. That's good. See, we're in the Improvement Bureau. We know these things. Wow. Yeah. Yes. I'm impressed. <laughs> we also know that buses have um, six wheels. Yeah. Well, well, some well, of us do. Some of us do. I thought they had two. Well, one, one of us in this room knew that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, midichlorians, this is question five, are said to originate from a distant planet known as the Force Planet, which is a planet that had so much the Force that it had to shoot out the Force across the cosmos from luminescent geysers because that's how things obviously work. Well, I'm going to have to go with true. Yeah, no, you're right. That is absolutely true. You know, I, I don't know if you remember this, but I was a Dark Lord of the Sith for a while, and they didn't mention that in my entrance exam. Uh, it's it's deep in the lore. Oh, yeah. Oh, they did. Yeah. They said, oh, it was, but they referred to it as farting force. Yes, the universe. Right. <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, yes, that's that's one way of, 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 uh, of indicating it. Um, anyway, um, when, are pe when people are on the bus, we're getting back to bus questions okay. here, they generally pull a rope or hit a button to indicate their next stop. But the truth is that bus drivers already know where passengers are stopping, sometimes even before the passengers do, because it's a, it's a force thing. It's true. People Absolutely. don't know that, but it's true. Yeah, but know. That's, that's what I figured. Because sometimes I've pretended to pull the rope and they stop anyway. It's amazing. All right. Next question, which I think is number seven. Much like golems, bus drivers are made of clay and animated by a rabbi. Oh, um... Do you need me to repeat the question? No, no, I think I got it. Uh, I'm going to go through. It's actually false. Oh, the fact that you're made of clay is, a is just a complete coincidence. coincidence. Oh, uh, okay. And but but it is true that bus drivers can be killed by a rabbi who utters the correct word. Yes. So yes, that is true. All right. Question eight. The fact that midi chlorian is not actually pronounced midi chlorian is the most irritating thing about midi chlorians, and proof that George Lucas's mission in life is to confound and annoy right down to the phoneme. Well, it's, I think that question's a little subjective, but uh, I'm still going to go with true. It, it was not subjective, and it is true. <laughs> okay, thanks. <laughs> okay, almost at the... We're, we're coming into the home stretch. Question nine. If a passenger dies on a bus during regular transit hours, it is the duty of the bus driver to accompany the passenger's soul across the bridge of shifting sands into the afterlife? Uh, close, but I'm going to say false. You're right. That is actually false. You just accompany them straight to hell. It's Yeah. If you Pretty die much. on the bus. Yeah, just... Pfft. Actually, what happens if, 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 if that actually happens, if a passenger dies, what do you have to do? Well, that's pretty easy. We have a uh, radio and contact 911 directly and give them our location and what kind of services we need, and they'll be there pretty quick. Cool. Can you use, like, your jumper cables and your bus battery as, like, makeshift uh, defibrillator if you have to? Well, I'm Have afraid, you ever done that? No, no. After you're done training, you don't open the engine compartment. That's other people's jobs. Fair enough. And we don't have booster cables on the bus. Okay. Okay. Last question. The phrase, America's value golf destination, is a euphemism so dirty 
that humanity has chosen to forget what it is. Wow, I've never heard that before. Uh, so I'm going to go with uh, true. You're right, it's true. Oh, yes. Wow, you, you did really, really well. And there is the bonus question. As you, If you've listened to uh, our programs, you're, uh, you may know this. If you could improve one thing about Regina, what would it be? Um, I think I'd have to say uh, a little bit more, not necessarily marketing, but try and get Regina to be a little less car dependent. Not, you know, use the bus service more, but also get out and walk more or bike more. All of that. Mm -hmm. You know, but are you saying that you want more people on the bus because you get to, you know, collect more of their, like, sweet, sweet R-card money at the end of your day? Ooh. Well, unfortunately, I don't get to see that money, but... Well, I know that it goes straight into the box, but you guys get to take it home, right? <laughs> well, I'm not going to say. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. It's like there's... Well, when you when you swipe your R card, there's a little beep, mm -hmm. and that beep goes into the box, and it gets louder and louder in there. Right. So by the end of the day, when you open up the box, it like just... It's a gigantic volume of beep. Right. And you can... And that's yeah. legal tender? In certain stores? In certain stores, right. yeah, where they take Bitcoin. Oh, okay. And, and gigantic blasts of beeping sound. And also the breakfast beverage beep. So. <laughs> All right. So, so I think uh, so. We've, our, our quiz is done. Uh, why don't we move on to uh, the, the next yeah. set of questions? Yeah, so we've got some questions. So you're an actual bus driver in Regina. I certainly am. Yeah, and how long have you been a bus driver in Regina? Uh, almost 13 years. Oh, really? Wow. Mm -hmm. And you love it? I do. Yeah. If I didn't, I wouldn't be there. Yeah. So um, do you feel up to answering some questions from a, a, a child about what you do? Sure. All right. It should be easy. Okay. I've got, a, I've got some questions here lined up. Hi. I'm a typical nine-year-old girl. Question one. When you're driving a bus, how do you go to the bathroom? All right, so there's your first question from a typical nine-year-old girl. We want oh, that's to know. a very yeah. good question. Yes. Yeah, um, we go wherever we can, basically, in in a washroom. Okay, oh. that's oh, that's dang. the official um, yeah. answer. Yeah, but there's no like you're not driving a bus, a Greyhound bus. You've got uh, you don't have a bathroom going with you. You have to like where? That's right. We have to find a clean uh, washroom. Hopefully, in a spot where we have time to go to the washroom. That's what we aim for, but sometimes we just got to go. Wherever you would go out in the public, we'd go too. City facilities are the best, really. Okay. Uh, what if, and we're just blue skying here, if there were actual porta potty drones that followed buses around and you could summon them whenever you wanted? That would be pretty darn cool. Yeah. That's that's like probably coming in 2017. Oh, yeah, uh, excellent. If we have anything to say about it, mm -hmm. that's, yeah, that's when we we, we, we sent the report upstairs, but who knows where that'll go? Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, okay, because we ask the hard questions at the Queen City Improvement Bureau. What are your favorite spots on your route to go to the bathroom? <laughs> uh, you know what? I find uh, Regina Capel facilities and the city-run facilities are always the best, the right. cleanest and they're not busy. That's another thing. Gas station bathrooms, there's usually only one. It's pretty dicey. You stop. You don't know if someone's in there or if it's clean. 
And do they have facilities at the downtown, like at the uh, main transit hub? Is there like are there facilities there for drivers or? There is one washroom, and it's for the information staff. Like I'm talking one toilet, and one sink. Well, it's a good thing there's only like you know a couple drivers and one guy in the info, info booth. Yes. Booth, right? yeah. yeah, there's usually three, four people in the information center, and yeah. at any given time there could be, I don't know, ten, twelve drivers on 11th Avenue wanting to use the bathroom. It gets lined up sometimes. Right. Yeah. And what about, okay, so I remember there was a time when they were going to move the bus hub to just north of the library in the city hall, and they set up like a little shack. Yes, I right? use that. Yeah, and that so that's still a functioning facility for, for bus staff. Yes. It yes. doesn't, it doesn't it, look if like... If you have a, a key. Yeah, it doesn't look like the greatest place on the planet. No. But uh, I, I actually use it a couple times a day because it uh, it's convenient. Right. I, I usually have time to stop there before I go to 11th Avenue, and it's quick, really close to the bus. Right. All hmm. right. Okay, I think we've gotten to the bottom of that question. I think so. Are we ready for another? We, we are. Colin? Okay, give it to me. Okay, here we go. Question two. Do you drive the same route every day, or does it change? Oh, that's another very good question. I'm impressed. Yeah. It's quite the nine-year-old. <laughs> um, Don't know her. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I drive the same route every day during the week, and then my route changes on Saturdays. The, I drive two out of three Saturdays. So for me, that's true. However, at transit, you can have as much variety as you want. Three times a year, you get to change um, or pick the work you want according to your seniority. And you could have something different every day. You could have something different every week. You could have the same thing every day for a few months. Or you could, excuse me, you could have uh, do two different runs for a week, you know, all the time. Right. And what's your run right now? During the week, I drive the four. And on Saturdays when I work, I drive the route eight. Okay. Hmm. Two buses that I take all the time. I'm also like a seven, nine, and 15. But the eight's my favorite. I think it's the nicest. It goes. I think it's got the nicest scenery. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a bit of a milk run, but it takes you through some lovely parts of town, and it gets me to everywhere I want to go. Perfect. Yeah. All right. So, last question. Question three. When I'm driving with my parents, they have lots of interesting words to describe other drivers. What words do you use to describe other drivers? Ooh. Um. Do Good I need, question. Do I need to get the beeper out for the? First? I was hoping you'd have a beeper. I we think bus drivers, away. bus drivers could really use a beeper. Because we, <laughs> Regina drivers are so great that you always want to like you know shout. Good, good work, you. Yeah, <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> I love the way you cut off that car. <laughs> Did it so fast and smoothly. That turn from the wrong lane. That was perfect. <laughs> so you see a lot of that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so back to the question. Uh, interesting words. <laughs> I, I can't say them on air. Okay. How about you, you stupid Uber? I, I, don't, I don't know. That's, my, that's, that's the best I got for that. I've lost my creativity over the you know, 13 years. I, I only have the non-people <laughs> words. <laughs> All right. Okay, I think we've uh, I think we've covered everything that we needed you in here for today. I think so. I calculated yeah. the results of the uh, true-false quiz. Um, uh, what the last question, the bonus question, uh, the answer is false. 
Oh. But uh, your your answer was good, just okay. not correct. Uh, but no, you still uh, you you qualify for uh, to be an improvement vector, and here's your signed oh. certificate. Thank you very much. You're that's welcome. awesome. It also comes with its own Manila envelope. Oh, that's good. Uh, yeah. So I'm taking the bus home, so I don't want to get wrinkled. Are you driving at home as well, or are you just taking? No, oh. I'm I'm a rider tonight. Huh? Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks a lot for coming in. And yeah. uh, if you want to stick around for the rest of the meeting, we'd really appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Right on. Um, but I guess we've got to move on to the next item on the agenda, which is innovative revenue tools. Right. Every, way, every week we look into ways that the city can improve its bottom line by either uh, raising some more money or cutting some costs. And I understand you've, uh, you've, you've worked something out, something new this week. Yes, innovative revenue tools because we are broke as heck. Yeah. Yes. Well, everyone agrees, I think, that waiting at a train crossing is kind of a pain. So, for example, like, why is there a railway crossing across the ring road? At wondered the many people who were stuck there the other day uh, for close to an hour. Well, what if stuck commuters were given a chance to convert that boredom and irritation into something productive? What if they did? I, I don't know. What? Oh. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> I know exactly what they could do. We could dispatch a small group of uh, city workers, perhaps on a bus, uh, which is partly why we have Colin here tonight, and give them tasks to do. You know, bureaucratic tasks that would, like, you know, cut down on actual, you know, city human resource demands. So light office work. We could have them answering and dispatching service calls, uh, managing the city's social media platform, uh, their, you know, their Twitter and whatnot. Uh, editing state of the city videos. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, just give them a little edit suite and let them go to work. Yeah. And just maybe film somebody running around in a circle. Let them chop some film. Exactly. <laughs> yes. That's because that's how we edit video. We chop up film bed. on an old bed. That's right. <laughs> old timey film chopping going on. Uh, we, they could uh, they could turn into forced focus groups for city products. Ooh. Yeah. For example, what do you think of this seventy-seven percent complete stadium? Mm. Uh, and yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, exactly. Uh, or we could just um, hook up their brains to like a central computation unit for solving all kinds of city design problems. Uh, or we could uh, sell their vehicles to the city at a reduced rate and send them to like live on like in the traffic meridian to add local color. Brilliant. I think I think all of these things. And more would earn the city a lot of revenue. Could you add, uh, send them down here as in interns? We need interns. Yeah, we lost yes. our intern. That's true. Yeah. Or we could send them to work at the city because obviously with all the work they'll be doing, they'll, well, we can lay off some people and then rehire them. Or like hire as contractors. Them. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, consultants. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's how it's going to work. From okay, now on. well, we'll send that report upstairs and see how that turns out. The sixth floor is going to love this one. They are. I've I've got a good feeling. All right. Well, if that um, if that doesn't go over so well, we've got a few more innovative revenue tools that we can throw past them tonight. Mm. Well, that's it for innovative revenue tools. Those, another those another great good. crop. They didn't yeah. feel quite as innovative as the uh, mine, though. No. no, no, they rarely do. I think I think I think I'm really out innovating those recorded voices. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We should mention something upstairs. Get Aiden on all of the innovative revenue tools. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And a raise for me. Oh, I agree. Yeah. And 
if if you'll like split some of that sweet raise money with me. You bet. <laughs> All right. So next up on the agenda, we have City Hall WTF. And tonight we are looking at Ward 10. 15. No, Ward 10. 10. Okay, yeah. sorry. Yes. Yeah. It uh, is It's way up in Regina's high north. <laughs> I hear what you did there. Did, did you do something there? I didn't do anything there. Okay. If I did, I wish I knew what I did. It was pretty funny, though. Oh, was it? Excellent. What you didn't do there. Right. Uh, anyways, so yeah, let's, uh, let's just get Shane to uh, read out the Ward 10 boundaries for us. Commencing at McCarthy Boulevard and the North City Limit, generally south and east along the city limit to Winnipeg Street. South on Winnipeg Street to Ring Road, west on Ring Road to Pasqua Street, north on Pasqua Street, one kilometer, and then proceeding west to a point on McIntosh Street midway between Juniper Drive and Price Crescent. Then south on McIntosh Street to 9th Avenue North, west on 9th Avenue North to McCarthy Boulevard, north on McCarthy Boulevard to a point of commencement. And as we round the bend on Regina's War 10, we are finally at the end. So that's Ward 10. Hmm. And inside uh, inside Ward 10, we have um, landmarks like Lake Ridge Sports Park, the Mount Pleasant Sports Park, the Walmart North Supercenter, the Brown Social House in Rochdale, the Northern Home Depot, the uh, Michael A. Riffle High School, Watson Park, uh, the Regina Home Hardware, Blues Park, Sangster Park, Dr. L.M. Hanna School, and St. Timothy School. Well, I'd visit there just to go to Brown's social house. Yeah. And then, of course, there's the wall that, we, that we're starting to build on the edge of the city to protect us from the uh, zombies coming down from the high Arctic. I'm glad, I'm glad they've actually figured that out. Zombies actually will, they're just attracted to the heat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the counselor there is Counselor Jerry Flagel. <clears throat> the one and only? The one and only. Somehow he stole my voice. With <laughs> the power of his flagalness. Um, his, his flagalness. Yeah. He's sitting for his third term as a city councillor. Um, actually, funny story about Jerry Flagel. He was, uh, when I first moved here, he was a city councillor, and then he lost his seat to um, a, 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 a Regina a Rough Rider, Saskatchewan Rough Rider. That's the name of the team. Yeah. Who, who um, held the seat for uh, one term, and then uh, Flagel won the seat back. So... Um, this is his third term with an interruption in there. Uh, he is a realtor for Century 21. Uh, he's active in the community, former president of the North Regina Little League, past president of Regina Crime Stoppers. That's Jerry Flagel. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, I've, I've done a little extra research on Jerry Flagel. Get out. I have. Yeah, I've, I've, I've pulled up a couple of facts that most people out there might not know. Really? Yeah. Um... Jerry Flagel, according according to this article, is a bipolar junction transistor, or BJT, formed by diffusing dopants into a semiconductor substrate. Wow. Yeah. You wouldn't know it when he speaks at uh, council meetings. No, no. I mean, apparently the diffusion process was developed later than the alloy junction and grown junction processes for making BJTs, which makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, he was, and he's doing a fantastic job of representing his uh, riding residents as well. Yeah, and uh, he's been around since 1954 when uh, Bell Labs first developed him. Really? Yeah. 
Amazing. Are you sure you've got the Jerry Flagel article open there? I am absolutely sure. In that uh, Encyclopedia Britannica? Uh, yep. Um, Counselor Counselor D I F F U S I O N. That's the f that's Jerry and Flagel T R A N S I S T O R. We have really got to get you to, in to see a an eye doctor. Ah, uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, because that doesn't spell Jerry Flagel at all. It's pronounced Jerry Flagel. Like it's, uh, I mean, I think yeah. I was never very good at English. Uh, me neither, but like ever since I've got this here Wikipedia app, I've gotten really good. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, we've learned a lot about Jerry Flagel. And mm -hmm. do you know what? This is it. This is the last City Hall WTF where we will be uh, looking at the city's wards and the city the city's councillors. But we have 30 more wards to go at least. Don't no, we? we don't. No? We don't. I posted the notice on the bulletin board. This is it. It says it's underlined three times. So we're all out of wards? We are all out of wards. Oh, I'm so yeah. lost without them. Yeah. Well, I'm more sad because that, that's it for Shane. Yeah. Shane's all done. Is he? Is he we won't be listening to his sonorous tones any longer on the, in, in our meetings. Is he alive? I'm going to miss him so much, Aiden. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I'm sure he'll be around again. We we should we should we should give him a suitable send off though. We should. Good thing I I put together this retrospective. I'm Shane. Let's hear it. All right. Uh, west on South City Limit to Elbert Street, then north on Elbert Street to the point of commencement. And that's your ward one, Regina. Okay. That's great. That's great? Yeah. Okay. Do you want to try it again? Or yeah, maybe I'll do it one more time here. Okay. And from me to you, that's ward two. That's good. Do you want me to try that again, maybe? Maybe Like the... Or... Phew! How about that ward three, Regina? That's good. Big area. <laughs> and that's Ward 4. Ward 4? More like, give me Ward more. Hope you enjoyed your Ward 5, Regina. I know I did. So hit the bricks, Regina, and get to Ward 6. And that's Ward 7. It's a little slice of heaven. Don't be late, Regina. You've got a date with the great Ward 8. And that's Ward 9. It is so fine. And as we round the bend on Regina's Ward 10, we are finally at the end. Perfect. That's awesome. That one's good? Yep. Oh, there he goes. <laughs> I'm in mourning. It's okay. I've, I've put that on a tape for you. It's on a cassette here. Thank you. You can put that in your shrine. I will. Your Shane shrine. My Shane shrine. Yeah. My Shane shrine in the supply closet. Yeah. With pictures of Shane. Well, hopefully we can find a and way his to... Hair. Yes, his amazing hair. He has amazing hair. Yeah. The only thing better than his voice is that 
fantastic mane of leonine tresses. It's so true. All right. Hopefully Colin, we'll... Colin is not laughing. No. He does not find this funny. I don't know, Shane. You Well, when you see his leonine tresses, you'll be like, oh, yeah, I get it. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I can pick him out in a crowd, probably. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right yeah. on. Yeah. Um, all right. Okay, well, we should move on, and hopefully we will find a way uh, to get Shane back on the show. But, uh, yeah, what, what do we have up next? Uh, I do believe... I think there's... Uh, we have outstanding improvements. Yeah. Or do we not? No, we I think we were going to talk about laneway suites. Man, i got to get this agenda straight. That's <laughs> no, okay. Um, yeah, laneway suites. Laneway I, suites. Yeah, last week you told a horror story. We, you were going to, like... You said you had more? Yes, because they, they chill the blood, don't they? They do. They, they're terrifying. I, I'm, terif I'm terrified even thinking about reading any of these out loud, but I feel like it must be done. All right. Well, uh, do you want music? Uh, yeah, uh, some suitable music would be great. Okay, I'll turn yeah. that on. Dear QCIB, About a month ago, a tall, thin man with a face of smoke came to me in my dreams one night and told me that laneway streets would destroy my neighborhood. I didn't believe him at first, but he came to me the next day at my office, and he brought several pamphlets with him. We're going out for dinner next week, and I'm a little nervous, because I don't think he's a human being. On the other hand, he has a good job, and we have a lot of things in common, especially our views on laneway suites, which we feel will make parking nearly impossible in our residential area. Should I let him down now? or follow my heart and see where this goes. Sincerely, do I have trichinosis? That's, that's our first, that's our first Lamely Street horror story of the evening. Wow. Should we, should we address, should we address uh, trichinosis's question? Sure. Yeah. Do you have an answer for it? Well, I think, I think she should follow her heart. Yeah. Yeah. And, and. I agree. I think that's just a safe bet. A tall, thin yeah. man with a face of smoke? Sounds like a catch to me. Yeah. 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 You can't get smoky eyes. Then, then the, smoke the your eyes. Then entire face of smoke. Exactly. Yeah. And I've seen smoky eye makeup tutorials on the web. Mm -hmm. And it seems to me like that takes up like 10 minutes. Yeah. This guy would save all the time in the world. So how are these, how exactly are these notes coming to you? Um, they're, they're in the mail, mail, mailbox. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that's, you know, the door. Oh. You know, the door that opens. Slot over there by the room. Okay, we won't talk about that door. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to bring it up. Not, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Okay, well, how about we go on to outstanding improvements? I understand that you've received more mail, and we can uh, come back to that next week. Sure, yeah. Right, excellent. No, I mean, if, 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 if our listeners' hearts can, like, stand the, sh the shock. Yeah. And if people have their own uh, laneway sweet horror stories, um, you know, look around, and if, like, a black gaping maw opens up somewhere uh, in a forgotten corner of your home, just slip your note in there, yeah. and I'm sure it'll find its way here. We also have a Twitter uh, address. Oh, yeah. You can just message us on, or just send us a tweet. The Black Gaping Mob Twitter. Yeah, Queen City IV. Yeah. yeah. All right, so next up uh, is Outstanding Improvements, and we are going to take a look at um, the city's cultural plan. Uh, but before we do that, I should note that we are broadcasting our meeting on CJTR. 91.3 FM CJTR. Oh, yeah. Regina Community Radio. Yeah. Thanks very much to them for uh, for broadcasting our message so we can be in compliance with uh, City Memo uh, EX 1063. 
Mm-hmm. Yep, which uh, which demands outreach from city hall employees. And as far as I can tell, we're the only department that actually uh, has been following through. Yeah. But we're not getting a lot of recognition for it. No, you'd no. think that they'd, somebody would find their way down to our sub-basement and yeah. give us a trophy, because I've never gotten a trophy. No, I've been I've been waiting a for a trophy, trophy for the QCIB. or a raise or a paycheck. Any of those things would yeah. be great. Yeah. yeah. All right, so anyways, back to the cultural plan. Mm-hmm. You, do you know about the cultural plan, Colin? Not really, no. I haven't read up on it, I'm afraid. Oh, well, I know a little bit about it. What I do know is that they are collecting feedback on the cultural plan at uh, the website www.designregina.ca slash, slash cultural hyphen plan hyphen new slash. Yeah. And so if you go there, you can give your feedback, but get on it right away. If you have feedback about the cultural plan, you only have until tomorrow. Ooh. And then... It's gone. That's it. No more feedback will be th- they be taking in. And anything you say will just be like, they'll say, well, you had your chance. Yeah. And they'll be right. Yeah. yeah. Or they might send it down to us. <laughs> I imagine. Um, I can picture that happening. Yeah. 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 So anyways, the cultural plan, uh, they've been, uh, since 2013, they've been, uh, you know, communicating with the community and uh, uh, Queen City residents and, uh, you know, getting a sense of what kinds of things uh, that the city can do to support, you know, the various like arts and cultural endeavors that people do in the city. And uh, so the survey that's up right now, it asks some really hard hitting questions like, um Asking you if you've participated in the survey. And um, another question is, uh, there's a need, is there, there is a need for the Regina Cultural Plan to embrace cultural diversity throughout Regina. And you can strongly disagree. You can disagree. You can somewhat disagree. You cannot have an opinion. You can, uh, I lost track. Am I into the agree side of the spectrum now? You're somewhere there. Yeah, somewhere yeah. around there. Well, anyways, yeah, it's a range from like somewhat dis- from disagree to strongly agree, and you know all of these questions. The other questions are things like uh, should uh, the the plan strengthen the artistic and cultural community in Regina, and should the plan commemorate and celebrate the city's cultural heritage? It should do none of those things. Well, that's just it. Like I was I was looking at these, and I was like, first of all, I was surprised at the number, the range of options that you would have when you're filling out this uh, this survey, because. You know, you'd think that you're, for questions like these, the answer would be pretty binary. And what kind of person would be opposed to embracing cultural diversity in the Queen City? A jerk. A total jerk. Yeah. Yeah. I think this, actually, this survey is actually a way to weed out the jerks. I think it makes you a monster. A monster. And that made me think, what kind of monster? Someone who would live in a laneway suite. That kind of monster. That kind of monster. Specifically, an orc. An orc. I <laughs> think it's an orc. <laughs> In you, fact, you got really specific. I had a lot of time on my hands today, and I was I was down by the uh, the paint thinner section, mm-hmm. and uh, I was sitting there on a, on a tub of paint thinner. I was thinking, yeah, totally. It's a, what this quiz is because it doesn't make any sense. Because like, what kind of feedback are they going to get? A hundred percent of people uh, agree with cultural diversity. No, it's this is an orc detection test. Ah. So they are, they're running this test, and anybody who answers disagree on any of these things, clearly an orc. And then we can... That, that can of paint thinner you were sitting on, mm-hmm. was it open? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Okay. And Just... the purple dragon said it wasn't. <laughs> well, there you go. We always trust 
the purple dragon. Yeah. And you'd think that was a joke, but I see him too. So, <laughs> so anyways, yeah. Um, ans answer the quiz, but be warned if you don't strongly agree with everything uh, that the city has planned for its cultural plan, you will probably be targeted for your orcishness. Mm-hmm. And run out of town. Yeah. On some kind of orc rail. Yeah. Uh, don't ask me. So anyways, that's all I had on that. That's good. I think we concluded that the city is on a citywide orc hunt. Mm-hmm. At that same website, you can download the city's uh, draft cultural plan, and then you can read up on what they've, what they've got planned for all the city's non-orcs. <laughs> I'm actually worried if they're into diversity, but like that diversity obviously doesn't include orcs. Well, you know, if they're invading the city to try and, you know, uh, take us over for the Dark Lord, uh, Sauron. That's... I guess. What about, what about he might pay us though. He might. He might. That would be cool. Yeah. In that case, bring on the orcs. Yeah. I mean, we're civil servants. We'll work for anyone. That's. It's pretty true. Yes. All right. Um, one other thing happened this week to me. Um, I went to the old number one fire hall this Oops. week to check the uh, the the dormer trim and wow. uh, the gable tiles just to make sure that they were you know as as they were represented in the. Uh, the tender. I thought you wanted to remind them about the fire in the supply closet. No. Okay, because that's been going on for like weeks. I just figured that was supposed to be there, so I just closed the door and then walked away. It is pretty warm, though. I mean, you know. Um, anyways, I stumbled into a press conference at the old number one fire hall. This is totally true. This oh, happened yesterday. Useful. Yeah. Uh, three of the city's anti-poverty organizations had gathered there. Um, they were they're unhappy with the uh, sort of response that the parties have uh, the provincial parties there's a provincial election going on and uh, the, they were not happy with uh, the sort of prominence of uh, the fight against poverty in the uh, three parties uh, platforms so they have released a uh, report with 10 questions that they have for the parties uh, sort of demanding kind of a response to uh, the poverty problem that we have in Saskatchewan and I took some audio from that meeting and uh, from that press conference. And uh, this is going to open up with uh, Peter Gilmer from the Regina Anti-Poverty Ministry. And he's going to list off the 10 questions that they're asking to the parties. Then there's a little bit of Bonnie Morton, also from the Regina Anti-Poverty Ministry, talking about poverty in Saskatchewan. And it ends again with uh, Peter Gilmer. And he is uh, taking questions from the press. And this, uh, this is what happened yesterday at the old number one fire hall. Uh, question number one is, will your party implement legislation that will ensure that a provincial anti-poverty strategy upholds the social and economic rights Saskatchewan has committed itself to protect under the UN International Covenant on Economic, Social and Cultural Rights? We believe it's very important that any anti-poverty strategy in the future uh, have a human rights component and legislative teeth. Uh, number two, what are your party's plans to increase benefit levels for the Saskatchewan Assistance Plan and the Saskatchewan Assured Income for Disability? And in the longer term, what are your intentions to ensure an adequate income for all? Number three, what are your party's plans to increase wage and other exemptions for those receiving the Saskatchewan Assistance Plan and the Saskatchewan Assured Income for Disability? And I will be going into that. Uh, number four, what are your party's plans to move the minimum wage to an actual living wage? Number five, what are your party's plans to expand quality and affordable, quality, affordable and social housing? 
Number six, what are your party's plans to expand publicly subsidized child care spaces in Saskatchewan? Number seven, and uh, Dana will be responding to seven and eight, how will your party support a food security strategy for Saskatchewan residents? Number eight, provincial governments across Canada are implementing sustainable food procurement policies to support local farmers and local economies. Will your party ensure that local, healthy, and culturally appropriate food is being served in all provincial facilities, schools, hospitals, long-term care, etc.? Number nine, what are your party's plans to ensure greater equity of opportunity and remuneration for women, indigenous people, visible minorities, and persons with disabilities? And finally, number 10, what are your party's plans to address wealth and income inequality? I've been at the United Nations when Canada is reported, and I swear I'm sitting and listening to another country giving its report and wishing like hell I could live in that country. But then when I sit there and I realize this is the country that I live in, and it does not portray the real picture of what's going on here in the area of poverty. Peter talked about the basic income. When the United Nations talks about adequate housing, it means not just adequate for living in, that it's not, you know, it's, it meets minimum housing standards. It meets, it's also supposed to be affordable. We have people living on social assistance right now who are anywhere from three to $400, $500 short of meeting their rental costs. Where do they come up with the money? Why are we seeing homelessness growing in this province? It's because our social safety net is not providing enough money. Saskatchewan has a responsibility to ensure that the people that are under their protection have enough to cover the cost of rent. All we hear from the government when they say, oh, well, if we raise the rent, landlord's going to raise it too. Well, there are other things that our government can do other than just raising the rates. They can put some kind of controls on it. And in this document, the UN committee makes those recommendations that our provinces, territories, and our country look at curbing some of the issues that are causing things to, to go totally out of whack as far as uh, income. We're facing a rather large deficit uh, this year, so uh, how, what would you say to people who say we might not be able to afford these kind of things? Well, I guess what I would like to say on that is that, first of all, during diff more difficult economic times, you also have people hurting more. And the reality is, is that in the good economic times, low-income people were hurt by the boom because of rising costs. Now that we're looking at an economic downturn, low-income people are hurt, being hurt because of uh, increased unemployment and uh, a tightening of social spending. And we're seeing lots of, of, of small uh, clawbacks and cuts going on so that low-income people are worse off. So in a, in, ironically, whether we're in good economic times or bad economic times, it's always low-income people that get hurt most. And we need to start putting protections in place to ensure that low-income people uh, have the most basic needs met. All right. So that was the press conference yesterday about uh, anti-poverty. Yeah. Then these people are obviously not aware that the stadium is like 77% complete. Clearly. And once it's complete, like, everything will be better. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, let's get near the top of the hour. We should probably uh, call for adjournment. Okay, uh, I'll, I'll motion for adjournment. Okay, I will second that motion. All right.
even though we don't have quorum? Yeah, mm. well, Colin, do you want to vote? Sure. I vote to adjourn to. Hey, right. quorum, <laughs> bam, motion passed. You have been listening to the weekly broadcast of the Queen City Improvement Bureau on 91.3 FM CJTR Regina Community Radio. Thanks to Colin Lee Wilson for sitting in and being our quorum. And thanks, of course, to Ryan Hill, a.k.a. Guidewire, for providing our awesome theme music. You can find us online on Twitter, Queen City IB, or our website, queencityib.com, or you can go to Facebook and find us there if you got a mind to do that. Um, catch our podcast on cjtr.com podcast, CA podcasts, or subscribe to us on iTunes or go to our website. Coming up next, uh, the Nerdcore Cabaret with Maddie V. Apparently, it's not Nerdcore Cabaret, as I've been telling everybody. Followed by Sask Centric Electric and the Cockpit. Until next week, keep on improving, Jack.